0: Welcome to First Words, a podcast presented by the First United Methodist Church of Florence. Today's message is brought to you by Associate Pastor Rev. Dr. Terry Stubblefield. Today we're talking about the Holy Land. Have you visited the Holy Land? Do you want to visit the Holy Land? I know a lot of people that have been and some of you want to go. Well, I've not been to the Holy Land, but I have been to Memphis, Tennessee. I've been to Memphis many times. I live close to Memphis. I have friends there. It's not that far from Florence. Memphis, Tennessee is called the Holy Land by many people because of two things. First of all, for a lot of people, barbecue, good barbecue, is a holy thing. And Memphis is arguably the home of the greatest barbecue in the world. Now, I like Central Barbecue because they have brisket. I like Rendezvous for their dry rub barbecue ribs. I like Neely's Interstate Barbecue because their barbecue sampler plate has barbecue links, pork ribs, beef ribs, barbecue sandwich, potato salad, and banana pudding. Corky's Barbecue even has barbecue spaghetti. In Memphis, you can find barbecued hot dogs, bologna, and nachos, all things barbecue. And there's a famous quote that good Memphis ribs would make an angel weep. Well, another reason Memphis is considered holy land is because it's the home of Elvis. You can visit Sun Recording Studio, where Elvis recorded his first song. And the place that Elvis stood is marked on the floor with an X. And when Bob Dylan visited the studio, he kissed the floor on the X where Elvis stood. You can visit Graceland, where you can see the house as it was when Elvis lived there. There's shag carpet. There's a 25-foot-tall Elvis that says, Welcome to the Blingdom. You can see his clothes, his cars, his airplanes. You can buy Elvis merchandise in the gift shop. You can eat barbecue as well as peanut butter and banana sandwiches. You can go to Memphis and attend Elvis week with thousands of people from all over the world and see all things Elvis. Now, there's been studies on the parallels between Elvis and Jesus. Adam Sandler, in a comedy routine, explains, Elvis said, Don't be cruel, RCA, 1956. Elvis and Jesus said, love your neighbor, Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine. 39. Jesus is a member of the Trinity, and Elvis' first band was a trio. Jesus is the Lord shepherd, and Elvis dated Sybil shepherd. And there's more comparisons. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> Seeing the reverence people have for Elvis, we as Jesus fans have a lot to learn from Elvis fans, especially in terms of faith. I read about someone who went to Graceland for the tour. They bought the ticket. They were standing in line, and they asked innocently, did Elvis really live here? How long did he live here? Well, the tour guide and some of the other people gasped, and she was told, we don't use the past tense here. Graceland is where Elvis lives. It didn't matter that the tour, tour guide had probably never seen Elvis or that Elvis died 45 years ago. It did not matter. She didn't care. Elvis fans don't care. Without any proof, they believe, some of them believe, that Elvis lives. The king lives. Well, it's a shame that many of us as Jesus fans don't have that kind of faith. Many of us tend to be more like Thomas in our reading from John 20 today than the tour guide at Graceland. Our scripture today is the story of a man we call Doubting Thomas. The disciples were locked up behind closed doors. They were scared after the crucifixion. Jesus suddenly appears. He stood among them. He showed him his wounds and he said, peace be with you. They were so glad to see him. The scripture said they were filled with joy and they believed that Jesus was alive. Thomas wasn't there. And when they told Thomas about this later, he said, I don't know, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and the wound in his side, I just don't know if I can believe this. Well, a week later, Thomas was with the disciples. Jesus appears again. He invites Thomas to come up and look closely at his wounds. Thomas does and he says, my Lord and my God. And then Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now we've all heard this story before, but even more importantly, we've lived it. We've all had times in our lives when we've doubted. Maybe we were in a place of terrible pain. We may have been facing hardship with no apparent answers, or we've been in a situation when God seems to be silent. And we Just like Thomas are looking for a sign, we're looking for proof from God. And why not? We live in a world where proof trumps faith. We can send robots with cameras into space and under the ocean. We won't believe a theory until a mathematical equation says it's true. And if there's a sign that says wet paint, what do we do? We touch it just to be sure. If we had the faith of Elvis fans, a faith not proven by sight or mathematical proof, but by the voice in our hearts, that kind of faith can change our lives because when we really believe something in our heart, we begin to act it in our lives. Look at Elvis fans. Someone believes he lives. They're looking for Elvis. The Bible says, seek and you will find talking about Jesus. Well, Elvis fans do that and there have been Elvis sightings in Tokyo and a Burger King in Michigan. A woman found the image of Jesus on a taco shell And I've heard he visits Walmart at night just before they close. Well, if we look for Jesus, just like some people look for Elvis, we might actually find him. Maybe we'll find Jesus in the eyes of a child, see Jesus at a wedding or a baptism or at a funeral, in the face of an enemy or in the tears of someone we love. If we believe Jesus lives, we'll act like Jesus lives. We will look for Jesus and we will find him. Now, Elvis, believe, Elvis fans believe that Elvis lives, so they look for other people who believe as well, and that's an Elvis fan club. We Christians can learn from that too. Our fan club, our church community, is what gives us strength and support and focus when we need it. Our Jesus fan club, the church, helps us keep our faith. Also, because some Elvis fans believe G- Elvis lives and because they love Elvis so much and he's so important on him, to them, they share the message. They play Elvis music. They dress up like Elvis. They decorate their homes with Elvis memorabilia. In John 20, the disciples were hiding. They were not looking for Jesus. They were not looking for other believers. They were not out preaching the good news. Well, maybe our hearts are also locked up and closed away because we have a shortage of faith. If we really believe Jesus lives, we'll act like he lives. Elvis said early in his career Music and religion are similar. They both should make you want to move. The message of the Bible, the force of the gospel, should make us get up, get out, and move. Moving toward each other in love, moving toward God, and taking the message of Jesus to others. So don't you want a religion that makes you want to move? Don't we want to believe in a Jesus that lives? We don't need to let the fears and doubts of life shake our belief. Remember, Jesus said... Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. If we believe Jesus lives, our lives will change. If we search for Jesus, we will find him. Elvis has left the building, but Jesus lives. The real king lives. Thank you for listening to First Words. For more information about our services or how to get involved in our community, visit us at fumcflorence.org or facebook.com slash FUMC.